This is a podcast by Wellhouse Church, where personal spiritual growth is fueled through a variety of practices rather than a single prescriptive time of devotion, where we discuss different spiritual practices that help us be more present with God, others, and ourselves. What's going on, practitioners? What up, what up, what up? What's going on, man? Not a lot. Um, Excited about uh, today? Yeah, me too. I'm excited about today. I'm excited about where we're going. Yeah, we just, you know, we uh, had a great, had a great well gathering today that we participated in. Um, saw some healing happen, some some pursuit of wholeness happen, which are always good things, and um, uh, and part of that really aligned with a lot of what we do on this podcast. How do we have a relationship with Jesus that's life giving, that's not stale, that's um, to some extent, very fitting for the four, that's enviable. Yeah. Um, so just, we're telling you guys that, just so that you know that, like, what we talk about on here, we actually talk about with the people that come to our wells. or And, and we actually practice ourselves. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. I think that's the, the other thing. It's not, for us, we love doing this because it's been so impactful in our own formation recently. This has been become my favorite podcast to record. Yeah. Um, um, just because like it's so applicable, you know, that's the, it's, it's highly applicable and it's highly helpful. I mean, we get, I got a message from someone this past week and like they just reached out on Facebook and we're like, hey, I just, I just wanted you to know that, like, I really appreciate your podcast. Mm. Like, they, they're so impactful and they're so applicable. Like, and this person specifically said that they found that there's a gap in the church for content like this. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and it's like, man, you know, we, we could have never dreamed that our podcast, our content would all perform yeah. as, as well as it does. And it's, it's all because of you guys. Um, you share and you refer our podcast people. You talk about it. We, because of COVID, we, we, we don't get to talk and meet as many people as I would like. I'm actually an extrovert. I'm an Enneagram 3. Like I, I want to meet people. Uh, and COVID hasn't really allowed us to do that. And so... Our growth is because of you guys, and we're we're so grateful. Yeah, um, absolutely. Uh, so please, 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 <laughs> keep sharing, keep yeah, talking, absolutely. Um, and if you love what we do here, um, consider giving to us to help us out a little bit. Consider supporting us on this mission. You know, something that I love is with doing online church this way or online church content, we get to see where a lot of people are. And we have so many people in India that we're reaching um, with the gospel. Yeah. We have people in Bangladesh where, and this is crazy. I said, if you're a, if you're a current supporter of Wellhouse financially, 
you got uh, an email from me earlier this week that um, I w- I was almost in tears when I was reviewing our year. You know, we we officially launched in September. And in September, October, November, and December, uh, and specific, we launched at the end of September. We didn't even do it in the beginning. So in just over three months of work, we're on five continents in over 30 countries and over 300 unique listeners at almost 600 views and downloads per month. Praise like, Jesus. That That's because of you guys. Um, and we, we could not have imagined y'all supporting us in that way or even just God blessing us in, in this way that our content could be so impactful for people. Yeah. So if you want to join our community and, and come to a deeper way by supporting us financially, we would, we would be so honored that you would give a portion of your disposable income to support the work that we're doing. Yeah. Every, every, every one of you that are listening to this right now, um, or every one of you that listen to multiple of our podcasts, like y'all make the difference. Yep. Hands Um, down. Y'all, every view, every listen that we get, every download that we get, it just reminds us why we do what we do. Well, here's the deal, and and I, I tell pastors this all the time. They come to me for, for, because you know, we're we're just growing at a rate, um, and people are finding us, and some of our podcasts almost seem to be dominated by other pastors listening. Yeah. Um, if that's what God wants, that's what God wants. Hey, it's okay. pastors need pastors too. Amen. Um, and I, I'm happy to be a pastor for other pastors. Yeah. as well. I've been there being a pastor without a pastor and that's hard. Um, so I'm happy to do that. But a lot of people, um, you know, as they're, they're going through this, what they don't realize is as we're putting out content, I tell them all the time that it's not, it's not about the numbers. Numbers are not what's important, but numbers represent people Absolutely. and people are what's important. Um, and in this COVID time, so many of our people that maybe if COVID, if we would have been launched before COVID, maybe we would have more people in our actual well gatherings, but because people are social distancing and, and wanting and to stay away. doing the responsible thing by social distancing. I think that's a yeah, important point. Our, our in-person gatherings are down, but our content is blowing up. And so... Absolutely. Each, each download, each view, it's not about numbers. Um, it's about people. It's about you guys. Yeah. It's about you and, and the healing and wholeness and restoration that you receive from this content and, and that you grow into a life giving faith. And we're, we're grateful that we can be that for you. We firmly believe that when Paul talks about, if you just reach one, it's worth it. Yep. Right. We firmly believe that that is true. Yeah. Um, if God uses our content to reach one person, it's worth it's it. worth it. So, with that being said, let's move into the enneagram. Yeah, we've, love it. We've talked about the one, the two, the three, and now we're talking about the four. Um, and I, I just opened the road back to you by Ian Morgan Cron and Susan Stable or Stabile. Stabile. Yeah. There we go. Um, a little bit. Um, and the, the, the quote, the opening quote 
is by Tim Burton, and it says, If you've ever had that feeling of loneliness, of being an outsider, it never quite leaves you. I think that just sums up the four so well. Yeah. um, Fours, well, it's a weird situation for a four because a four wants to be received and accepted. Mm Mm-hmm. But they also don't want that through conformity or uniformity. Exactly. They want to they be accepted be, for who they are. And they want, they specifically, they want to be unique. Yeah. They want to be their own person. They want to be different. Um, they are, um, I don't even know how to say it other than that. Um, they have an innate need. Mm to be different and unique. Like they, they can't be the same. Yeah. I think, Oh, this is so good. Um, there's a quote here from father Richard Rohr and it says, uh, fours often feel quote ruled by a hidden shame. Mm. Yeah. 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 Their, their underlying emotion is absolutely shame. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. Absolutely. I think that that's just gold. Yeah. So you've got something from Saturate the World over there, right? Yep. Um, we've been using Saturate the World to kind of help bolster our content through this series. Just just specifically, there are a lot of resources out there about the Enneagram mm-hmm. and just how it can help you on your journey of self-discovery. The Road Back to You is a great resource. The Wisdom of the Enneagram is a great resource. Um, but in the in the world of spiritual formation in the Enneagram, it's not uh, as cut and dry. Yeah. Um, there is books like um, Sacred Enneagram. Uh, my one complaint with Sacred Enneagram is that I think it does more in the realm of spiritual formation based on the triad rather than the individual number. Right. Um, which is fine. But it's the, limiting. The purpose of this podcast is to help you, the listener, understand yes you the listener and individual understand yourself and therefore understand how to connect with god better yeah and And, and other people in your life too yeah and and so with that i think it's it's really important to note that that fours tend to be really creative artistic dramatic people the one of the famous fours listed here is vincent van gogh yeah uh, let me look through. I had Bob Dylan. Oh, Bob Dylan, great um, one. Michael Jackson, Michelangelo. Yep. yep. Uh, oh, I've got Vincent Van Gogh on here too. Uh, oh, Edgar Allan Poe. All very creative people, but creative in a way that's kind of depressing. <laughs> yeah. Well, and and that's the point. That's another thing that's important. Fours. Fours are a part of the feeling triad. Yeah. And so they internalize. Like they feel their emotions in a way that others in the feeling triad don't. Mm. And and so because of that, a lot of times it can feel like their identity is in flux because their identity is dependent upon the emotion they're feeling in the moment. Mm. Yeah. And so they're very, um, at times they can be really euphoric, but at other times they can be very, very depressed. Yeah. Their underlying emotion is shame and they want to be accepted, but they, but they want to be different and unique and they want to be who they are. Exactly. 
they they believe the only way they can recapture or compensate for their missing piece and finally secure an authentic identity is by cultivating a unique image, one that distinguishes them from everyone else. Yeah, they need to be unique. They, they have to be themselves. And if and I will say it's it's different if you're a three or a five and you have a wing four. Like I don't know so much for the five. I'm I'm interested in exploring that for next week. But but a three wing that has a or a three that has a four wing, that four wing is not gonna show up in their intimate relationships or family life. Mm. A two wing would show up in their intimate family life, their family unit. But a four wing actually shows up in their work. Mm-hmm. So I'm a four wing because I mean, what is Wellhouse? It is such a different, unique expression of church. Something that Cohen has always, even as we were kids, wanted to be was different. I used to, I remember being a kid and you know, when you're a kid, you do the little exercise where it's like, what do you want to be when you grow up? I didn't care what I was. What I wanted to be when I grew up was different. When I wanted something- to be, I wanted to be in a history book. Yeah. I wanted to be so impactful and so different that I was recorded in a history book. Yeah. Um, and that even expressed him. Ex- that even came out in like the things that you did. Yeah. Right. You rode bulls. You fought MMA. Right. You did things that were different. Right. MMA wasn't then what it is now. Yeah. Right? It, was, it was on the rise, but it absolutely wasn't to the level that of popularity that it is yeah, now. Now I everyone mean, wants to be a UFC fighter. But back then, boxing was still a thing. Boxing was still king, even back then. But you saw something and you were like, no, 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 this is different. I want to do this, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and that's just so true of a four. They just want to be different and they want people to accept them for who they are. Yep. Now with that, fours are very in tune with their emotions. They're very self-observant. Yeah. They're self-aware. They understand where they're at in their life. Yep. Um, and so for spiritual practices, remember if, if you're new with us, uh, saturate the world breaks down their spiritual practices into downstream and upstream mm-hmm. downstream practices are things that come natural to the, the number person uh, based on who they are. Upstream practices are things that are not necessarily as, as easy to do, but cut against the grain of who they are. So for instance, Enneagram threes have this need to perform and they have this need to always succeed and never fail. And so an upstream practice for us, excuse me, is confession of sin Mm. because it is embracing our failures. Mm -hmm. And so for a four, a downstream, one of the downstream practices is solitude. Fours tend to be more introverted and imaginative. And so solitude provides them that space to be self-aware, to be alone with God, to to self-reflect, to be with themselves. Solitude is something that comes very natural to a four because they do tend to be introverted, imaginative creatives. 
they also tend to be more contemplative and meditative in their spiritual practices. So solitude, just being alone by themselves is quite easy and fruitful for them. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, another one that comes natural to a four is journaling. And that that's very fitting, right? Because they can journal their feelings. Um, it offers them the ability to explore their imagination and as well process their feelings. I find that when I talk to fours about their spiritual formation, fours find a lot of comfort in the Psalms. Ooh, I could totally see that. The Psalms are so raw. They're so emotional. David seems to, I mean, you just read his narrative in Samuel and Kings and the dude goes through some very severe trauma. And then we get his, his prayers and his songs in the Psalms. And the dude is just raw. He's in his emotions. He at times is overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. And so four fours get a lot of value and enrichment from going through and journaling and, and meditating on the Psalms. Yeah, something that I, I typically like to say about fours is that they're the people that see beauty and melancholy, right? Absolutely, um, hands down. And, and so, like, you do find a lot of these practices to be, like, the 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 normies or, the like, the other people that aren't yeah, fours, right. right, would look at the four and be like, oh, my God, you're such a depressing person. Or, right? or like, you're a hot mess because you're, you're always in mess. flux. Yeah, yeah. And so, like, a lot of these practices are going to seem, like, kind of woo-woo or, like, oh, my God, really, you're journaling now? Like, yeah. let them do their thing yeah. because that's who they are and that's who they want to be. Yeah, for sure. So, upstream practices for fours. I love both of these. Um, I have uh, fours that are very close to me in life. Mm-hmm. And all of these are spot on with things that I think would be fruitful to that person. And, and I've asked that person, Hey, do you, do you think these would be helpful practices to you? And they're like, yeah, they, they are, um, or they would be. So upstream practices, things that do not come natural, um, to a four, but they're more challenging. Um, but they're challenging because they confront the false self or the flesh. So the false self, shame, envy, those kinds of things. Uh, fellowship. As wow, fours yeah. tends to be introverted, they need to be with others because it draws them out of themselves and towards other people. Yeah. Um, this actually says, Saturate the World says, they should schedule regular times of eating, drinking, and fellowshipping with their closest friends and missional community. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I love this. Being in the loving presence of others will help to fill the sense of void that fours carry and remind them that they are loved for who they are in community. Amen. Ooh. And, and that, that's what I love about Saturate the World is they really hit in on on the issues they've they truly understand the the type and why they are the way they are and what what practices both help meet that need and are easy for them to embrace so that means two things 
yeah, that that totally means two things. One, if you're a four, make time to fellowship with other people, right? That, that's obvious. Absolutely. But if you know a four, oh, yeah. you spend time with them and you tell them that you love them for who they are and that you validate where they are in life. Yeah. So on, on your end, if you're not a four and you're listening to this and you know a four, um, you do have to be careful. It is a balancing act because yeah. remember, the thing that comes natural to them is solitude. Mm-hmm. So if if you overwhelm them with fellowship time, yep. they never get that time of solitude. That yep. they need that. They need that time away. They are naturally introverted. Yep. Um, so you you do have to know them well enough to find that balance to to be with them enough to draw them out in fellowship, but also yeah. give them the space to be in solitude. I think I think a, a a great way to talk about this is there's a four that I'm going that, that I know right now that is going through something really crazy. Yeah. Um and I got a moment with just this person. Um and I just made sure that I took the time to say like I see you, I hear you, and I support you. Yeah. And I love you for who you are and what you're doing. Yep. Um I think that that is just so important for yeah. for the individual that is a four to feel loved for who they are. Yeah, if you if you know a four, um, this will make sense because I think they all do this. Or if you don't know that someone's a four, or they don't know if they do this, it might be pretty telling that they're a four. But if you know someone that when you're having an, like a, a deep conversation with them or even a lighthearted conversation with them, mm-hmm. if you talk to them for more than 30 minutes and they say more than twice, do you get what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> They're yeah. probably a four. Yeah. Um, they, they need to be understood. And so that fellowship time is a time for them to be understood. It's a time for them to be heard. It's a time for them to be supported. Um, all right. Last upstream practice for the Enneagram type four. Love this one. Thanksgiving. Mm. To your point, big one for a four to your point, because fours tend to be enriched in melancholy. They need Thanksgiving. Mm. Um, Saturate the world says when fours are experiencing a critical spirit, anger, frustration, dissatisfaction, or depression, they must learn to interpret these emotions as in invitations to press into the spirit of Jesus and offer thanksgiving to God. Yeah. Speaking out what one is thankful for forces fours away from extreme melancholy and opens the soul to experiences of joy in God's presence. Mm, yeah. Ooh, I love that. I love that. It's so good, and and that is so true. As as we were talking about earlier, fours fours wrongfully can easily build their identity around the emotion they're feeling in the moment, and so because they do naturally tend towards embracing melancholy, yeah, their life can feel like it's a hot mess or in disarray or whatever, and so combine that with the fact that their besetting sin is envy. Yeah. It makes sense that an upstream practice would be Thanksgiving to, to find space to be thankful and bask 
in the thanksgiving of the things that God has given to them, the blessings that they have in this life. Specifically finding things to be thankful for. Yep. Um, so real quick, let's talk about wings. Okay, um, sure. So the, the, the four wing three, uh, you're going to resonate with this a lot because you're a three wing four, right? Um, they don't work 100% one the one. other way, but yeah. Yeah, you're going to resonate with this a lot because... Fours with a dominant three wing want to be the most unique and the best. Yeah. Um, they they want to be the best at being different, basically. Yeah. If they're doing something, they want to do it different, and they want to do it better than anybody else ever has. Right. Um, thus, what we're doing at Wellhouse. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Hands um, down. He's the visionary. He designed it. And me as a six, I was like, I don't know, bro. <laughs> yeah, I remember you were pretty sus in the I'm beginning. Like, I don't know, bro. Yeah. Um, but fours with a five wing um, are likely more introverted and unconventional. We're going to talk about the five next week, and so yep. Yep. you're going to understand why that is. Um, but they are very concerned with uniqueness, but they still have less need to be noticed by an audience than a four wing three. Yeah, and I think it's also important to remember um, I only know this because uh, I have a, a four in my life that's very important to me. Um, but four's paths of disintegration, when they are unhealthy, do you know what their in, their disintegration number is? It's a two. When fours are in an unhealthy place, they are a two, um, which means that they're embracing the fact that they are loved because of what they do for others. They're no longer embracing their uniqueness, their differentness. Um, they're embracing what I can do for others in order to be loved. What's a four's integration? A seven. A seven. So like when fours are healthy, they're the life of the freaking party, man. Yeah. Uh, that's what makes fours so fun. Yeah. Um, I, well, every number has the capacity to be, to be oh, fun. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, every number in a healthy place has the capacity to be fun. So me as a six, my healthy, my, my integration is a nine. Yeah. Which means that I'm kind of carefree and I'm You're like. You're the peacemaker. Whatever. Let's yep. just all get along. and Let's like, all get along. Yep. Yeah. Um, but when we're all in disintegration. When we are unhealthy, when we are in our stress numbers. Um, life tends to be not so fun. Yeah. So oddly enough, my disintegrative number is a nine as well. So your disintegrative is nine. Is your integrative. And, and so my disintegration so, is a three. Yeah. So, so you take on the healthy qualities of a nine, mm. whereas I take on the unhealthy qualities of a nine where I just don't care about anything. Yeah. And I let everything go to the wayside. And whenever I'm in a healthy place, I take the, the side of the nine that's like, yeah, whatever. Let's all love and be happy and fun. Um, but whenever I'm not healthy... I take the unhealthy side of the three where I overwork. Yep. You overfunction. I overfunction. Yep. Um, and that's just a good example of how the four works. Yep. Right. Um, so just think about that. Yeah. Uh, if you're a four, think about your integration, your disintegration. Um, think about if you have a wing, because you may not have a wing. Sometimes you may not have a don't. dominant wing, but you have attributes of each wing no matter what. Yeah. Um, so just think about that. Um, Here we go. Fours. The gospel that you need to believe. Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Because of Jesus, I can be unique or different without using my uniqueness as a way of measuring my self-worth. Jesus demonstrated a particular love for me when he gave his life for me on the cross. What his love says about me is more than enough for me and completes my identity and joy. I don't have to live out the false narratives in my mind. Instead, I can live out the in, infinite, infinitely beautiful narrative of the gospel about the God who became man and lived, died, and was raised for me so that I can know him as father and be part of his family. This is the greatest expression of truth, beauty, and goodness, which has become my own expression through the power and presence of the Holy Spirit.